0: Thank you for joining us today. We hope that you receive a blessing from this program. Please join us in person this Sunday for Bible study at 930 or our worship service at 1035. We promise that you will receive a warm welcome. For more information or to watch our services live, please visit our website, gpnd.net. Let's join our service already in progress. Everybody sing now. There's a land that is Sing a great little chorus called God is Good All the Time. Hope you like banjo music. So when anybody says God is good, you say, all the time. You be seated. Thank you.
1: We're all on a journey, and we're called to walk by faith. Always be the mountains and valleys in our way. Right here in this moment, may our faith be renewed as we recall what God has done and how we've seen Him move. If there's anybody here who's found
2: in faith,
1: anybody here
2: who knows He's able. Anybody here who's seen his power? Anybody
1: here go through the fire? Say amen. Anybody here found joy in the midst of sorrow? Peace in the storm, hope for tomorrow. And you see it time and time
2: again. Just say times
1: through the darkness it gets hard to see but be bold and courageous and follow where he leads greater is the one who's in us than he who's in the world so child of God remember the battle is the Lord's if there's any Anybody here who knows he's a. of the sorrow, peace in the storm, hope for tomorrow, and you see the time. All-
0: faithful and he's been faithful to you. You've been through the fire and he brought you through. Say amen. 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 Praise the Lord for that. Well, uh, I used to say when I sing this song that I got together with myself and recorded a part. This is a song that someone has i had been asking for about a year, but I haven't found the time to do it. Well, we had a cancellation this morning, so I said, okay, let's see what happens. And so I'm going to sing Swing Low.
1: Swing Low, Swing Low, Sweet Chariot, Coming for to carry me carry home. Me home. Swing, low. swing low. sweet chariot, coming for to carry me home. Oh, why don't you swing, swing in that, in that chariot stuff let me ride, swing, swing that chair it's up and left me right, rock me lord, rock me lord, come and easy I've got home on the other side. Swing the swing the swing, swing the swing the swing, swing the swing the swing, Well, well swing the swing swing. Well, is he going down in the middle of the field? He saw an angel working on the chariot wheel. Wasn't so particular about the chariot wheel. He just want to see how
0: the chariot
1: was Swing down cherry, stop and let me ride. Swing down cherry, stop and let, let to me ride. Right. Right. Rock me, Lord, rock me, Lord. Come and easy, I've got a home on the other side. Swing, swing,
2: swing, 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 swing,
1: swing. Well, well, swing. Swing, swing, swing. Well, swing, well, swing, well. Swing, swing, swing. swing,
0: swing, swing. swing, swing, swing. Well, swing killed Well, Ezekiel went down swing, and he got swing, on board. Swing, the chariot swing, went swing, a bumping swing, on down swing, the road. Swing, Wasn't so particular swing, about the bumping
1: swing, of the road. Swing, he just wanted to lay down his heavy load. Swing, swing down, cherry, stop it. Let to be right. Swing, swing down, cherry, stop it. Let to be right. Rock me, Lord. Rock me, Lord. Come and easy. I've got a home on the other side. Swing down, cherry, stop it. Let to be right. Swing down, cherry, stop it. Let me ride. Right. Right. Rock me, Lord. Rock me, Lord. Come and easy. I've got a home on the other side. what we're going through in our life, if we've buried a loved one, going through a sickness, job, relationship issues, he's our anchor, and I'm so thankful for that. The peace that passes understanding God has given only to the saints, though troubled winds may rage and threaten My child have no... Here's the good part, that
3: Remember, I've dealt with people, and uh, you see them, and they make a profession in Christ. And after a while, you don't see them any longer. And so you ask yourself, what's going on? Uh, What's happened? I mean, it's like as if they have no faith. And I think it boils down to us preachers, I believe it's been our fault, To where we want somebody to be saved so bad, we make it so easy for them in a sense of, uh, just say this prayer. (laughs) You know, even though they might not know why Christ died, why he was buried, why he rose again. And, And we want that so bad, and it encourages people. But yet, on the other hand, there is complete ignorance in a sense of understanding of what it actually even meant. And so that's where we get in trouble. Uh, I preached a message one time, can you believe and still be lost? And the answer is yes. Uh, Notice James chapter two, verse 19. Thou believest that there is one God, thou doest well. The devils also believe (laughs) and tremble. And so people say, well, since the devils believe, we know they're not going to heaven, then just believing is not enough. That's what they come along saying. Of course, it just depends on what you believe. <laughs> That's the critical point that we need to make. And my as a matter of fact, James chapter one here, uh, James a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to who? The 12 tribes which are scattered abroad. Greeting. Now, who's he talking to? He's talking to Israel, the 12 tribes that are scattered. He's not addressing the body of Christ. You remember at the council meeting, uh, Peter, James, and John agreed not to go to the pagan or the Gentiles, just go to the Jews. They were going to stay with the little flock. And so Paul's the one who became the apostle for, of course, the body of Christ. But James chapter 1, he's addressing Israel's prophetic program at that time, and these devils, by the way, were fallen angels, and they believe that there is one God. And there's no question that angels believe Jesus is the Son of God. it states in Matthew chapter eight, verse 28, and when he was come to the other side into the country of the uh, Gergesenes, there met him two possessed with devils coming out of the tombs exceeding fierce so that man might pass by that way, that no man might pass by that way. And behold, they cried out, saying, What have we to do with thee, Jesus, thou Son of God? Art thou come hither to torment us before the time? You know, the devils, the demons, they know judgment's coming one day. They don't want to be tortured before that time, that's for sure. But notice they believe that Jesus is the Son of God. And so when you put all of this together, our answer is their answer was nothing more than a mental assent, a mental agreement, or a head knowledge of truth. Uh, Our world does that all the time, by the way. Every day they write down, it's A.D. 2023, right? Right? I mean, that's the death of Christ, is it not? And so they recognize a fact, but they go on about their life, of course. There are millions who believe that Jesus Christ died, was buried, and rose again, but few have that needed heart faith that it takes to become a child of God. Romans 10.10, the first part of that verse For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness. It takes one's heart to make their salvation real. Uh, Remember what we're made of. We're made of spirit, soul, and body. And remember those things. The spirit has to do with our head, our thinking, our mind. It's what we know. It's the information that we take in, our thoughts, our memory. Paul said it like this in Ephesians 4, 23. And be renewed, where? In the spirit of your mind. So our spirit has to do with what we know. Then our soul, that's inside of us. The soul is the center, the seat, the heart, It has conscience, it has will, it has emotion. The the heart has the ability to make the decisions. It takes what the spirit, the mind, gives the information and then the heart is what makes that decision if to believe or not to believe. Then there's your body. And... This is the physical body that lives out what the spirit and so decides. You get that? So you get the information, it goes to your heart, your body follows. Just that simple. Now with that in mind, why have we seen so many people who say they have been saved and they leave the faith? They leave the gospel. Paul said this in 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 5, Examine yourselves whether you be in the faith. Prove your own selves. Know ye not your own selves how that Jesus Christ is in you except you be reprobates, condemned, unapproved. That's what that means. And then Paul says, tells the Corinthians this, Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel, which I preached unto you, which also you have received, and wherein you stand, by which also ye are saved, if you keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless you have believed in vain. You know, verse 12, it says, Now if Christ... Be preached that he arose from the dead. How say some of you that there is no resurrection of the dead? The Corinthians were facing something here. They were not set on Christ's resurrection. And so my question is, if they were not believing of Christ's resurrection, could they have been saved? I would say no, that's part of the gospel. The death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. That's why he put in there verse 3 and 4, For I delivered unto you first of all that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. The truth is Jesus Christ died on the cross for our sins, He was judged for our sins by the Father. And three days and three nights later, in a tomb, He arose from the grave. This, what I just said, is the only gospel that saves today. And something most of Christendom don't grasp, this gospel that saves is unique it was not ever preached about until the Apostle Paul. Do you know, uh, I think Jim made a good case this morning. That's his last name. And uh, he said that he was reading these papers so on. Eighty percent of them stay in Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, the Gospels, which is true. But did you know that Peter and the Twelve, through Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and early Acts, They preached a Jewish kingdom gospel, not the gospel that saves us today. Amen? Now, notice these verses, Matthew 16, 20 and following. Then charged he his disciples that they should tell no man that he was Jesus the Christ. From that time forth began Jesus to show unto his disciples how that he must go unto Jerusalem and suffer many things of the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised again the third day. Then Peter rejoiced and said, thank you that you're going to die. You're going to be buried, but you're going to come back to life. Huh? it doesn't say that, does he? Peter took him and began to rebuke him saying, Be it far from thee, Lord, this shall not be unto thee. See, Peter didn't want this to happen. And then close to the time he's going to be arrested, just a couple weeks prior, Mark 9 says this here, For he taught his disciples and said unto them, The Son of Man is delivered into the hands of men, and they shall kill him. And after that he is killed, he shall rise the third day but they understood not that saying and were afraid to ask him. Now let me just say, this is a couple weeks prior to his crucifixion, trials and so on. So how in the world could they have begun preaching the gospel we preach today? Impossible. They had their own gospel. Jesus is the Christ the Son of God. That was their gospel. That was their good news. Luke chapter 18, Then he took unto him the twelve and said unto them, Behold, we go up to Jerusalem, and all things that are written by the prophets concerning the Son of Man shall be accomplished, like Psalm 22 and so on, Isaiah 53. For he shall be delivered unto the Gentiles and shall be mocked and spitefully entreated and spitted on and they shall scourge him and put him to death, and the third day he shall rise again. And they understood, well, wait a minute. They've been preaching the kingdom message for how long now? With the Lord. But they didn't understand about the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ, let alone its accomplishments. Hey, anybody here grasping it? Ah, I love that. Even after the resurrection. The resurrection. John chapter 20, verse 8. Then went in also the other disciple, which came first to the sepulcher, and he saw it's empty, and believed. For as yet they knew not the scripture that he must rise again from the dead. So Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, how could they be preaching the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ when they didn't even know it was supposed to happen? Impossibility. So when it says, if you believe, you have eternal life, believe what? Believe he's the Son of God, the Christ, the Messiah, the promised one. That was to Israel. And even after Christ spent 40 days with them after his resurrection, ascended on high, sent the Spirit of God down upon them to endue them with power, as Acts 1.8 says, on the day of Pentecost, a Jewish feast day, no Gentiles are there, it's all Jewish, he says this, Peter's preaching, Him being delivered by the determinate counsel and foreknowledge of God, ye have taken... This is Peter preaching. And by wicked hands have crucified and slain. You know what Peter's saying? You killed Messiah. You murdered Messiah. You crucified the Messiah. So what's their answer? They got convicted about it. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. He still didn't preach the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. Even after 40 days, even after Pentecost, he's preaching, he still doesn't mention the death, burial, resurrection of Christ as good news. He's still under a Jewish economy. Amen? Amen? But don't make any mistake about it. The twelve believed that Jesus had died, was buried, and rose again. But it was not in the sense of today's gospel that saves. Only Paul's gospel that saves today is because he alone explains Christ died for our sins. That's the purpose He died and rose for our justification. That's Paul's gospel, Romans 4:25, who was delivered for our offenses on the cross and our offenses, our sin, and was raised again for our justification to give us a right standing before God. Therefore being justified, how? By faith, by faith and what? Christ died for our sins. And he rose again to justify us. It's very, very simple if you just follow it. The knowledge given to Paul had been hidden. It was a mystery until it was given to Paul. And Paul was not saved until Acts 9. That means prior to Acts 9, there was no clue to the accomplishment of the death burial, and resurrection of Christ. So how could anybody prior to Paul be preaching the same gospel that we preach today? That's an impossibility if you're open to what God's Word says. Romans 16, 25. Now to him that is, part to establish you according to my gospel, not the twelves, my gospel, and the preaching of Jesus Christ according to the revelation of the mystery which was kept secret since the world began. But now is made manifest by the scriptures of the prophets according to the commandment of the everlasting God and so on. States in Ephesians 6, 19, he says, When you pray for me and for me, that utterance may be given unto me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. The gospel in what it accomplished was a secret, was a mystery, was never revealed until Paul was saved in Acts chapter 9. That began the process. Amen? The mystery was that God was forming, is forming a body of believers called the One New Man apart from Israel. And to us who will believe the death, burial, resurrections, its accomplishments, will be saved. And when we get saved, we are no longer in the position of being aliens of being strangers, of being without hope, of being, having no God. Paul says in Romans chapter 1, verse 16, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. It's his gospel. For it is the power of God and the salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For therein the gospel is death, burial, and resurrection is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. 2 Corinthians 5, 21, For the Father hath made the Son to be sin for us who knew no sin, Christ, that we sinners might be made the righteousness of God in Him. He took my sin and placed his righteousness to my account, which makes me always accepted in the beloved. Amen? What a change for we believers. The reason I believe that those who leave the faith, the many within Christendom, is because they just have a head knowledge, a mental acknowledgement that they believe, they agree that Jesus died, was buried, and rose again. But didn't the 12 believe that? And had no clue of its meaning. But it's more than that. It's what his death, burial, resurrection accomplished. That's the key to it. He died, why? He was my substitute for my sins. He paid my sin debt. He was buried, why? He carried my sins, all of my sins, away, and my sins will never, ever be brought up again. He arose, why? It proves that the father accepted his son's sacrifice as the sufficient payment for all my sin. What his son did and accomplished is enough to save mankind. Amen? I'm excited about that. Now when I'm explaining that, I'm about done. When I'm explaining this, just remember, I'm not talking about works here. Not of works. Lest any man should boast. We're saved by grace. Always by grace. But to know and understand the death, burial, and resurrection and its accomplishments is somewhat necessary in order to be saved. We need to know why we need to be saved. We're sinners. We need to know what gospel saves us today, Paul's, and what we are to do to be saved. Nothing. (laughs) Just believe, but believe the accomplishments of His death, burial, and resurrection. Amen? Now, for this to happen, for God to give me the information of His Word, it's in my mind. The Spirit's placed it in my mind. Now... He wants me to allow it to go down to my soul, my heart. That's where the decision ability takes place. Amen? And I hope today you will not only open your mind, you open your heart and allow faith to come there. But for that to happen, it takes a move of God. It takes God to get involved and work in your thinking so you'll come to the realization, this is for me. I believe it's for me. And when you believe that, you're saved. Amen? The move of God. Notice 1 Thessalonians 2.13. If my pants don't fall down, I'll be okay. (laughs) Amen. That would be an ugly picture. Okay. For this, grace, uh, for this cause also thank we God without ceasing because when you received the word of God in your mind, you heard, which you heard of us, you received it not as the word of men, but as it is in truth the word of God, which effectually worketh also in you that believe. You take the word of God into your mind and when you allow it to come into your soul, faith can happen. But we are bound to give thanks always to God for you, brethren, beloved of the Lord, because God hath from the beginning chosen you to salvation. How? Through sanctification, setting apart of the Spirit, He sets you apart in your mind and in your heart and belief of the information of the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ into your soul, your heart. Faith is there. Amen? A certain woman named Lydia, seller of purple of the city of Thyatira, which worshiped God, heard us. Now get this. Whose heart the Lord opened. You see that? You see, it takes a supernatural act of God working in your mind, in your soul to come to faith, but he opens it. Thank God for that, amen. And then the last one, again, for with the heart man believeth unto righteousness. As preachers, as I said at the beginning, too often what we do, we say, just say this prayer. You know, you want to be saved somebody. Just say this prayer without any cognition, any kind of understanding, acknowledgement why he died, why he was buried, or why he rose. And as a result of that, there are many false professions and not real salvation. They walk away. You say, well, what happened? John says about the Jews... They went out from us because they were not of us. Because if they'd been of us, no doubt they would have stayed with us. But the fact that they went out from us manifested they were not of us. (laughs) Sometimes when a young child believes in Christ, and let me just say I believe children get saved, and I believe that's true. But sometimes we notice later on they begin to comprehend. They begin to understand the true meaning of the death, burial, or resurrection of Christ. And that's why you see later they actually believe and are truly saved at a later date. Now, personally, I believe God honors that first and then he gives them the opportunity but we've seen that quite often haven't we it's when you get a clear understanding why christ died was buried and rose again i know that i made a profession when i was 21 22 something like that and a preacher stopped by and i'm grateful he did i love him Carol and I were having some marital problems. She was mean to me. And how many of you believe that? Nobody. And, but it was enough to help us to keep working at it at that moment. And uh, he had me say a prayer. And I tried to live for Christ. I was up, down, up, down, up, and down. But then one day when I was 24, I came under Holy Spirit conviction. I don't know if you know what that means, but that it's inside your heart, you feel like your heart's going to come out of your chest. I need Christ, I need him now. And I remember, they gave an invitation that morning, that's what all good Baptists do, and I did. And I, I, I was the only one who went forward. But I really believe with all my heart that when that was when God visited me, I believe I was saved right in the pew, right where I was sitting, and came to faith. And my life's never been the same. Had problems, sure, everybody does. But as you grow in the Word, it becomes less and less, right? I think I remember Connie saying something about uh, being young and making decisions. Later on, she realized and Uh, She trusted in Christ and his finished work then. It happens sometimes. But I think sometimes people leave because they truly were not saved, because they truly did not have a complete understanding that Christ died for their sins, he was buried taking their sins away, and he rose to justify them. There needs to be some kind of working knowledge of what the death, burial, and resurrection act, actually accomplished or means, or how can you be saved? Huh? So that's my message this morning. Real simple. Okay? Amen, amen. God's good. The truth, the truth is good, isn't it? If you're here this morning and you haven't believed, I hope that this morning the Lord visited not on your mind, but he opened your heart. And you believe that Jesus Christ is enough because of what he did accomplish through his death, burial, and resurrection. Amen? And if you did, after the service, please come up to me. And I have some books here. I'll give you a book. It'll help you in your walk in Christ. I promise you. The greatest day of my life is when I trusted Christ as my Savior. Greatest day, none barred. If you've never done that, please do that today. Father, we love you. Thank you for our people. We love them and just pray that you'd be with them this day in a special way. But above all, we thank you for you. It's about you. It's about your son, what he has accomplished, what the Spirit wrought in our hearts, in our minds, to make it possible for us to be saved. May we never, ever get over being saved. Take away the complacency, the uh, just being laxed days ago, of just compromising with the world. Help us to be on fire for Jesus. He deserves it. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, Amen. "Amen." Shake a few hands or bumps or whatever you do before you leave. God bless.
0: We hope you received a blessing from today's broadcast. We would love to have you visit with us in person. For more information, please visit our website at gpnd.net or contact us by phone at 317-535-3512. You can watch us live and view past services on our website, Facebook or YouTube channel. Until next broadcast, may God richly bless you as our prayer.